You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 279. All new, all different, a brand new direction just for you. Welcome to episode 279 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today, oh, oh, the choices. So I'm yeah. going to be, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to choose. I am Beetlebeer Boy. Okay. Ew, Beetlebeer sounds disgusting. It does, it does. doesn't it? Ugh. <laughs> That's okay. I, um, I today uh, opened uh, the first batch of, um, of my homebrew that I talked about a few weeks back. I'm calling this batch Silver Ale. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're going to smuggle it anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't yes. wait till you get to Kono juice. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do for the bacon infused one. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? Nah, nah. Oh, take a drink. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, as we record this, um, uh, 50 years ago, right, right around now, the Beatles were playing on the Ed Sullivan show. So. True. I, I again raised Ooh. my glass of silver ale. It's a really good show for you tonight. We got a new group <laughs> from uh, England. Yeah. Topo Gigio. Gigio. <laughs> were, were the Beatles ever in the Legion? Um, um, probably in the background somewhere. I'm sure at some yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, so yeah, there we go. That's that's you, huh? That's me. I heard that they were actually rejected from the Legion, and that's why they formed the band. Really? Oh. <laughs> well, who hasn't well, been rejected? I mean, Ringo, right? Yeah, Ringo. He's all, he's all about <laughs> rings. It, well, it was either leave, that or be a Green Lantern. Let's leave Pete Best out of this. Um, <laughs> so, he got uh, his flight belt. Leave him alone. <laughs> he got his flight belt. I am Darren Noel, and tonight, I, I guess I will be uh, studying for a test kit because I've got a test on Monday, and uh, it's gonna we're going to get two more inches on Tuesday, apparently. So uh, I plan oh, on uh, watching, watching <laughs> and the city gonna, shut down. And I again. hear there's going to be some snow. Oh, there will be snow. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I forgot about my date with the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> I apologize. But yeah, there, there will be snow. And uh, of course, now that everyone was stuck on the highway for you know 24 to 36 hours, the city will probably most likely shut down if there's even a hint of a flurry. So we're we're going to do this whiplash can't, thing for a while. Can't so. they just go and buy some goddamn salt and just crush that sucker? Like what? Oh, oh, oh no, they have it. They didn't want to use it because they didn't want to waste it because it <laughs> might have happened or it might not have happened. It's like that that woman on like it's weather. You're right. It might have and it might not have. You're absolutely correct. It's like one of the guests on Faulty Towers who didn't want to use to uh, turn her hearing aid on because it ran the batteries down. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Exactly. Uh, Mrs. Richards. Ah, indeed. And over to you, Matt. Oh, that's right. Matt has no voice today, so he is laryngitis ah. lad. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's fair. I but see. We're just dropping clips. Pauses. 
that is that we, is Matt. So. We just got to get some drops where it's just him going. <laughs> I, I really, uh, I really or, need that's to, racist. I really need to do up another uh, a couple soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. That's what this needs. Or better this, yet, the show needs more of that morning zoo shit. Some of him snoring. How about that? Because that was classic. <laughs> right there. I wasn't anyway. snoring. I was working my epiglottis. <laughs> something i don't know yeah working his epiglottis that's work my, the epiglottis that's my job okay you know you know i know right so and i am scott coles and tonight i am onesie lad oh yeah looks, yeah looks so cute. little tardis get up it is pretty awesome and it's warm and soft and however never seen you wear blue before but yeah i know it's not my color at all that's a little weird i gotta say i found that a bit disconcerting me too me too like i (laughs) I did i didn't want to show the kid because she she would be uh distraught (laughs) she just loves that guy (laughs) (laughs) it is kind of weird every once in a while i'll catch like my own arm in my in the corner of my eye and i'll go what the oh that's (laughs) the hell is that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You'll like this because we were talking about about uh, beards the other day, ah, mm-hmm. and leave Tom Cruise out of this. And um, hey now, and uh, and so you know, and, allegedly, and, and Ella was asking, you know, what, <laughs> Daddy, what? <laughs> yeah, like this is the first time you've allegedly outed someone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. So, uh, so she she's saying, you know, Daddy, why don't you have a beard? And it's like, oh, Daddy just doesn't have the patience for it, and uh, and and uh, and doesn't think it would look particularly good on him. And she says, Unky McMonkey has a neat beard. Aww, <laughs> Not <awesome>. anymore. <laughs> Well, yeah. Again, there's things that we don't that we just don't say. That's true. <laughs> and and it's for the best that we just don't say them. That's indeed, very true, indeed. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Hey, so Legion news. Um, is there any? No. Oh, okay. No. Just wondered I if did, I uh, missed out on anything here. I did get my hands on that uh, Target exclusive. Oh, you oh, went you to US it. Target. Of course. Well, I had someone send it to me, obviously. It's just over the border. It just makes more sense. True, true. Indeed. It was quite amusing. Was it? I liked okay. it. I actually liked it a lot. It was like a Super Friends episode, so it was kind of cool. Okay. Very cool. I'm yeah, I haven't to, had a chance to watch it yet. Target. But we, we should, grab it. We should, you know, it is only 52 minutes. I wasn't huge on their, their characterization of Karate Kid. Uh-huh. He, he was like a hothead in this one. Which oh is really? Not, not karate kid at all. Well, no, because they, I mean, it's the whole discipline thing, right? But then again, it, he's kind of, kind of like in like the early ones where Karate Kid was, he was all, he was all about into fighting. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like, oh, let's, I'll go kick somebody's butt. He's kind of like that, but he's more hot-headed at the beginning. It's, it's, it's his fault that this whole fiasco goes on. Right. Interesting. But it's worth it, just to, just for. A Bizarro, their version Ooh. of Bizarro is awesome. Oh, cool! Okay, played and by Adam Erdo, is it? I don't know, but it's pretty awesome. Okay, he's just so just so goofy and dumb. It's yeah. Just, oh. Well, yeah. And B for the the uh, scene where Solomon Grundy and Cheetah dress up as uh, Midwesterners. To, oh my God! <laughs> to to uh, kidnap the super baby from Ma and Pa Kent. 
Oh, that's kind of hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Where, oh my did god! They do the American Gothic funny. thing with them. <laughs> oh, Pretty, oh. Like, oh, it's it's awesome. He's wearing like these oh, the the overalls, overalls. the suspenders, one coveralls, whatever. Yeah. And the, but nothing fits him, of course, because he's gigantic. So he's it's like <laughs> the whole shirt is just stretching out over his costume. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, it's it is really fun. Solomon Grundy needs overalls that fit. Mm. <laughs> Solomon Grundy hates overalls. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt mm-hmm. he does. Anywho. Yeah. So here we are, Legion kids. Um, yeah, the title, a total lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new under the sun, yeah. brother. No, yeah. I, I think I think what Darren's referring to is that, you know, it is not, not a repeat for you or for us. Because, <laughs> Thank you. Or a change. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, we've uh, we kind of went through that whole thing with uh, issue two thirteen, where it was like it was like that episode of um, of Star Trek: The Next Generation with when Frazier was on it, and he was in, and and he kept going through that time loop. That was what was happening to oh, us with issue two thirteen. It's the Beverly Crusher episode that I remember. Yeah, where she was the one seeing all the patterns and everything, and had to figure out how to get off the ship before everything closed in around her. Could be. She kept repeating everything. Yeah, it's I just not I just remember yeah. Fraser was the captain of this ship that was yeah the other ship yeah. yeah. So anyway, so um, uh, you know, so we will get to the you will get that last part of the uh, um, Legion of Three Worlds, and um, which by the way includes upcoming birthday boy Pete Vanderneng. That's true. He has a birthday coming up, I believe. He oh. does. So, uh, so happy birthday, Pete. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And um, anyway, so uh, so yes, we finally finished issue two thirteen, and um, and we've run the first two episodes of the Legion of Three Worlds, which uh, which people seem to have been enjoying. Yes, and luckily we only have one more to go, right, Paul? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, so you know, it's really funny. As some, someone said that that uh, that uh, we were really serious back then. Were we? Before me. <laughs> it was pre Scott, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Am I well, on that also, one? I think you one? might be. I think, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're in the last one. I, also, in our defense, you said that you're book in. needed a lot of annotation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That, that's not like opening up Adventure Comics 300 oh, or something and having fun with it. That book required a buttload of annotation. <laughs> so, yeah. Which no. is actually Darren's favorite kind of annotation. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> not to deny it. Not, Just not, the right not amount. Not on that, kids. It's true. It's completely true. Um, <laughs> How much is the buttload? Come find me at a convention, and I'll show you. Oh my. Um, yeah. So, so we will definitely get to that. Yeah, I believe you were because I think we had like, God, we had everyone on because. Um, well, there was a two-month gap between number four and number five. I think uh, there, was, there was, and I'm trying. What, what I'm trying, what I am trying to remember about that one is, did did we record that after Ella was born, or I think we actually that was one of the ones we had in the tank, and um, and we ran that that one just before I got back after Ella was born. You had Ella in the tank. The, the, the yeah, she was driving around yeah. crushing cars. And oh yeah, like that. Oh. That's how she rolls. That's how that Canadian healthcare works. Okay. There you go. Yes, they give tanks to children. <laughs> God knows the military isn't doing anything with Oh, them. sorry. That's us. <laughs> G.I. Yes. Joe. Indeed. 
<laughs> childhood so. indoctrination on our side. No. <laughs> exactly. But speaking of children. Yes. Um, there one There's shows up. Yeah. Yes, one shows up in this issue of uh, Superboy, starring the Legion of Superheroes that we're going to do today. That might be your best segue in quite some time. So I'm quite well, pleased. Actually, proud of that. Yeah, <laughs> segue lad. So um, I think that's a drinkable uh, statement. So, yep. true. Um. All right, so uh, so we are talking about yes, Superboy starring the Legion of Superheroes issue number two hundred fourteen, mm-hmm. and uh, this has the first appearance of a character. Oh, a character that would um, continue to uh, to rile us for uh, for quite some time. And Indeed. I'm speaking, of course, of Leland McCauley. What? It's not his first appearance. How can that be? He appeared back in uh, in Adventure Comics. Ah, uh, yes, but this is his son. Yep. El Hijo del Leland McCauley. Indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. Ah, where was Leland that? McCauley that would have been a title. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, I, I do kind of like this in a way, but you know what? I, I, I think the TV show did better than this did was making a descendant of Lex Luthor or Alexis Luthor for that show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, let, that let, cool. let that character be the spoiled rich kid up against the legion because that makes more sense to me yeah you know what i mean but that's just me but sure i really like his little pantsuit that's pretty cute (laughs) (laughs) it's it's very elroy (laughs) it 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 very much very elroy jetson and would later actually be very olvier um oh that's true it doesn't look far off that either right so um anyway so leland mccauley for makes his uh, the fourth makes his first appearance in uh in this issue and uh, he's the guy that we would see continue on through much of, uh, um, well, really, I, I mean, we saw more of him sort of in, in five years later because, of course, uh, after the collapse, uh, um, Macaulay's group came up with the Omnicon. Yep. And, um, and so we used to see a lot about him. And, uh, yeah, we hate that kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, that damn kid. Hi. And of course, the post-zero hour version would uh, would be kind of you know, was never referred to as the fourth, but was but was you know very much continuing the characterization um, of uh, of this character, and um, yeah, there's uh, no good comes of that. Sure. Um, anyway, so let's um, let's take a look at this. These stories, of course, provided to us by Mr. Jim Shooter, mm-hmm. and it is uh, drawn by Mr. Mike Grell. As Iron Mike Grell. Iron mm-hmm. Mike Grell, indeed. Kind of unique way that they're giving the credit this time. Yes, yes, they the get art, their credit so. in hubcaps, and <laughs> um, yeah, very much a 70s design element. Uh, so of course this issue is cover dated January nineteen seventy six. Do we have a letterer? I'm assuming uh, Ben let Oda. Me, let me check. Ben Oda or Joe Letterizzi, I'm sure. Let's see if I have a letterer for you. Hang on. Up. Uh, no edit. No. Mm-mm, no uh, letterer at all. We had. We do have inks on on the backup. Is Bill Draught. So. Oh, okay. So he returns. All right. So. But uh, we talked about him a few episodes ago. We but did. no, no, we no did. idea on the letterer. So 
Fair enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is kind of amusing to me, first off. Behold, a 30th century marvel. Planet uh, Gyrich. Uh, Planet Gyrich? Like Henry Gyrich? Yeah, exactly. Well, it is a marvel. Um, I know, right? <laughs> uh, but it is, Gyrich is a factory world whose entire surface is covered by one enormous manufacturing complex. Dang. Okay. Uh, everything is automated here. No human workers. Even the robot security system is computer controlled. Uh, okay. Some somewhere someone from Dodge is um, doing this, <laughs> and uh, that's a great idea. Oh, and that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the security robot uh, says they declares that sector all secure, and. Uh, <laughs> Then Superboy pokes his head out of the shadows and says, "Okay, Shadow Lass, it's safe. You can cut the black." Well, he pokes his body out there. It's like a Warner Brothers cartoon in pajama. <laughs> Yoink! Whoop. Yeah. Whoop. Um, They're all gonna get it, and he's just gonna peel it off the wall and roll it up. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. Much. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it says uh, so. Uh, they said the master control room is that way. And Karate Kid asks um, Brainy if he thinks that he can. Uh, fix the malfunctioning defense computer and Brainy says as long as the four of them can buy him time and the four of them that would be uh, the aforementioned Shadow Lass, Karate Kid Superboy, Wildfire and, uh, and of course that's it, that's four yeah, right, so <laughs> five total on the mission though yes um, and sudden best <clears throat> yes, <laughs> suddenly uh, the, the Boy of Steel hurtles into the air and um and this concerns Brainy. He's worried that Superboy will be spotted by radar. Um, Gary Burroughs? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, yes, he's he's stolen his teddy bear. Um, he was <laughs> shot down over Da Nang. No, oh, wrong character. Poor Henry Blake. <laughs> Moment of silence for Henry Blake. Poor one out for Henry Blake. Poor Klinger working that drag as hard as he could. Still never <laughs> home early. Yeah. All right. So, um, but uh, but Superboy isn't listening to Brainy. So he takes off and snatches the pilot out of this crashing ship. Um, wraps him, of course, in his cape as he used to do an awful lot. And um, the ship blows up. Kaboom! It gets. It looks like it got zapped. You know, the same thing yeah, that it, happened to every other approaching vehicle for the last two months. This is the problem with the, oh. the security system. And um, and and I love this. Superboy refers. You know, for short, he calls Brainy Brain. Uh, had to do Brainy isn't short enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It had to do it, Brain. This kid was about it's to be, be fried. Buh, pretty soon. Just yeah. Buh. And. Um, he um, takes the cape off the kid who, who complains that he's wrinkled his suit. You wrinkled my suit, you dummy. And he says, sorry about that, but I also saved your skin. He says, of course you did, because I'm rich, and you know my daddy will reward you with lots of money. Oh, dear. <laughs> I hate this kid already. One of those, mm -hmm. is yeah. it? Ugh, he says, God. why were you coming here? This planet's a danger zone, off limits. And he says, not to me. My daddy's Lilo Macaulay. He owns it. I got bored with school and borrowed one of Daddy's speedsters. And Wildfire kind of goes off on him. No, really. Um, <laughs> says, you a little idiot. The auto defenses of this planet have gone haywire. It's been sealed off for months, and you come here for a joyride? I pity the fool comes here for a joyride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then the uh, 
security robot realizes that they are there. But it's okay. He doesn't have much long, much too long to warn others because he gets a fist, a karate fist, right through the heart. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Karate Kid, who says it was a good thing he was scouting around out there. He says, they're on to us, and there's a whole pack of them coming. So Wildfire and Karate Kid, well, Wildfire makes short work of, uh, of a bunch of these robots. Okay, then we're going to take a break for a moment. Blast. Yeah, I think this is very important that uh, that I, I point out. There is an ad for the sixteen the, for the six million dollar man action figure. I wow. used to have that one. I had this one as well, and um, yes, he did. Had you have his... the bionic transport and repair station as well. I did. I did. My friend I Bill still too. has his. Oh really? Oh yeah, <laughs> and awesome. uh, he's got it. He's got it uh, set up in his basement with Steve Austin in it. Nice. And, um, <laughs> That's where Lee Majors has been this whole time. Okay. There you go. Yeah. And, and so, you, yeah. You'd you love look. this, Darren, because you get to work his powerful bionic arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, he, li- he had an engine block that he lifted. Uh, yes. <laughs> and you could see through his bionic eye and you could see everything. It was like a, wi- a little wide angle lens, basically. And, yeah, it was, uh, it was. It was really cool. Uh, yeah. 13 inch tall uh, action figure. And the, yeah, the, 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 Bionic transport and repair station that, that Scott referred to. It's like a kind of like a rocket ship, and you open it up, and it had all this medical stuff that you could, and you could plug them in, like you because he had skin on his arm that you could roll up, and there was a little yeah, plastic the, module, well, and so yeah. you could uh, you could put the little cables into it. Um, yeah, it was very the diagnostics. Cool. Yeah, and then a, a backpack radio that really worked. It was like a crystal radio, basically, and. Um, yeah, very very cool toy. Um, I, I remember having one, and I also had Maskatron. But, Ooh, but yeah. a friend of mine had Oscar Goldman, and Oscar Goldman was cool because he had an exploding briefcase. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. So, I, I'm curious. No Bionic Woman yet, or? Oh no. No, it's no. Right. She came a couple of years later, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No Bigfoot then. There was it. There was a Bigfoot. Okay. Just checking. I don't remember if that had aired yet, though. Okay. It this wasn't. There was. Big. They made it. They definitely made a Bigfoot toy, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because Bigfoot was huge in the seventies, as I recall. Oh, yeah. My cousin had him. Yeah. Yeah, that one was cool. Um, yeah. So Bionic Woman, I think. I, I. Well, I mean, I don't know that she came out. I can't remember when the show started, but I, I do like remember seventy-seven or something like that. Yeah. So probably the it next was late seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Because for some reason, I think like 77, 78, somewhere around there. Well, I think they put it on to compete with Wonder Woman and Charlie's Angels. So, yeah, exactly. And because they were still doing quite well with uh, with um, Steve Austin. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so. Back to the action in the shadows. In, indeed. Yeah. So uh, so they're Tangent whispering lads. away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shiny things. Um so they're lucky that the patrol robots can't penetrate the um, shadow last blackouts. <laughs> and so they say, yeah, we'll stay safely hidden until things calm down and then finish our mission. But they're concerned about Junior here. And they say, yeah, we can't spare anyone to take him to safety. He'll have to come along. But we may have to fight our way into the control room. And he says, fight? Not with me along. No way. Those robots will listen to me. And out he goes. Oh, my God. Rotten Dang. And, and what what I don't believe here is Karate Kid missed him. Come on, Karate Kid. Come on. Yeah, really. Yeah. That was on purpose. Karate Kid's like, uh, oops, missed him. 
hope he doesn't get shot out there. Yeah, hope the robots don't tear him to shreds. That would be a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. So, um, yeah, he's just like a dude in a green V-neck is going to kill me one day. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> whatever. So, so he, he says that, that that punk must be taking stupid pills. Man, they have everything in the future. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they have Viagra even here. There you go. So. Says we have to tip our hand. And so uh, one of them tries to shoot him, but Superboy takes the brunt of the beam. Ah! And then Karate Kid comes out and gives him a kick in the head. Oh, kicks his head right off. Yeah. Oh, and... God, it's like the new 52 all over again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Except it's that, that, that is an infinite crisis moment, sir. Oh, that that could be yeah. a panther robot right there. Who knows? Yeah. Jeff, uh, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Johns read this issue. It was formidative. <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> could have been, <laughs> but instead of a robot, what if it was ass. a chick? That'd be awesome. No, no. Um, <laughs> then uh, one of the robots captures the kid, and he says, "Stop her! This one dies." So, the, so the legionnaires stop fighting, and they surrender. That's right, the what? legionnaires surrendered. Never give up. Never surrender. So, so, so <laughs> they get put in a cell, <laughs> and uh, they're told to rise for the overseer. And they said, a man. But the last human overseer that worked on this planet was dismissed five years ago. Oh, so this is five years later for him. Hmm. Hey. And he says, exactly, Legionnaires. I was fired by Leland Colley III. He said I wasn't needed anymore. I offered to stay on with no pay. I begged him, but he refused. No one knows a security system like I. I planned for years to come back, figured a way to get in, take over. So now he, that just I have, really, he really loves robots or what? No, no, this is his life. He's worked here all his life. He doesn't want to leave, and Macaulay forced him to go. Yep. Fired him. So there you go. Yep. says, out there, I'm nobody. Here with my machines, I am number one. And I'll stay number one. But how how was he going to eat if he didn't make money to get food by working? It's a good question. A very good He's question. He's just not thinking this through. Yep. Well... He's probably cracked a little bit, let's be honest. So. Yeah. It says, so all of you must, must be eliminated. Precisely or your little friend will die, too. They're going to kill Toto? Um, <laughs> I'll get you, my pretty. Um, he says, um, he'll be under guard. He'll try to escape, and he's had it. Cooperate, and I let him go to reveal that Planet Garrich is now mine. What sweet revenge on Macaulay. <laughs> Welfare says he's loony, and he doesn't loony. know the boy is Macaulay's son. Nope, has no clue. No. So we take a brief break in here for letters page. <laughs> I got letters, and Lots it's very important. Letters. Actually, this is very really? important. Yes. Um, what's, what's on the letters page? Couple Paul, of things. Couple of things that they mention. They mention hmm. the that on November 11th, the first issue of. Are you ready? Karate Kid will go on sale. Yeah. Woohoo! Go Karate Kid. And in the announcement announcing his new magazine, they spell his name wrong. Yeah, Val Amour. 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 Oh, he's French. Yeah. Val Amour. Val Amour. <laughs> he's like Peppy the Pew jumping love. around. Yeah. <laughs> said, it says, this thrilling new mag will be brought to you by our good friends in the next office, editor Joe Orlando and writer Paul Levitz. <laughs> Not for long. Not really. uh, 
Um, <clears throat> but don't fret, Legion lovers. Karate Kid isn't forsaking you in these pages. He'll still be here whenever and wherever he's needed, battling alongside his familiar super lads and lasses. Or mm-hmm. not. Until he's not. Yeah, or exactly. Not. Yeah. Um, he's got to go on a quest. Mm. Okay, so then... Um, yes. The, the one other thing is they someone mentions that, hey... Um, Actually, a few people. Sandy Gerald <laughs> from Rally, North Carolina. Don Weckerstrom from Kamloops. Yeah, yeah Canada. Yeah, Kamloops. Um, of course, they spell it Kamloops. Um, yeah. Jesus. Charles Washington of Selma, uh, Selma, Alabama. Wow, yeah. they picked some interesting places to put those people. Through. Yeah. And all <laughs> <laughs> what this comment is. <clears throat> and all the rest of you who have been clamoring for a black legionnaire to join the ranks, keep your eyes peeled for... Tyrock. Who or what is Tyrock? More electrifying issue info next issue. Um, So, wait, so who or what is Tyrock? Well, considering what you were just asked, I'm going to guess a Black Legionnaire. Yeah, I'm going to guess that's what it is, but I don't even think it's next issue, though. Um, But it's it's coming up. It is coming up shortly, yes. Well, maybe maybe they gave a bit more information the next issue. Maybe they did. It is um, three issues away in the archive, if you also count uh, Karate mm. Kid number one in there. So it's two issues in the Legion book. This one yep. and the next one. So 216, yeah. Hot. Yeah, so. All right. But yeah, we're getting to some good stuff, kids. Then a, on. a quick house ad uh, for the All-Star Comics Presents. This was the return of the JSA. Um, oh, Super Yay. Squad. Yeah, the Super Squad. And um, and so yeah, this is when when the uh, Justice Society made its appearance back uh, for I think it was issue thirty eight of uh, of All Star Comics, uh, mm-hmm. which was which had returned because of course All Star Comics had been canceled in the um, in the, uh, the fi- 40s, early fifties, late forties, early fifties. Yeah. yeah, it was it was because Roy Roy well, Thomas had just signed in the history of Roy Thomas getting screwed over. It started early. Um, <laughs> He had uh, was of course, as as we all know, a huge JSA fan, and he had signed up for a subscription to All Star Comics because he would get to read more JSA that way. And of course, the first by the time it had been canceled, or, or actually renamed, so by the by the time the first issue came of his subscription showed up, it was now All Star Western. Yeah, and. Maybe. They didn't change the title. They just moved from All-Star Comics to All-Star Western. Exactly. And with no explanation, as I recall. That's right. And so... Now you're getting Johnny Thunder, but he's a guy in the wild west. Not the same guy you think. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and so that would continue. And basically then... um, So after All-Star Western ran its course, it was canceled. and, uh, And it all lay dormant. But then when they started this up, they actually picked up the numbering from that last issue of uh, of All-Star Comics. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, so so they they picked up the numbering, and they ran it for... 62 or something, right? I think. 62 or 63? 50, oh, 58. I was saying 58. Okay. I think it's 58, yeah. Um, and it would only run for a few months in this, but, it was, uh, you know, a brief run, and so this is actually collected. There's a, a Paul Levitt's... Um, Justice Society trade because he was the writer on this, and it would uh, it would run a, a handful of issues, and then of course the implosion would come along, 
and cancel everything. Yeah, and All-Star Comics was one of the things that got canceled. Now, what they had was it got canceled right right before issue 75. Um, Which was going to be Death of Batman? That's right. It was going to be a double issue, the, de- the, the Death of Batman. And so that story ended up running in Adventure Comics. Mm-hmm. And um, and and so yeah so so this would that that's how that's sort of how the whole All Star Comics thing would would shake out, um, and just beneath that uh, issue number two forty four of Blackhawk, and this looks like they were picking up old numbering again as well because it says Blackhawk is back, mm-hmm. um, so so they may have been picking up from because Blackhawk was one of the quality comics characters that um, that DC had purchased. And um, so a lot of sort of the er, the um, earlier issues of that, which are collected in the showcase volume, uh, were drawn by Dick Dillon, who guys our age would come to know uh, as as the artist on Justice League. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. Until until his untimely death, in, uh, at which point he was replaced by um, some guy named Perez. Um, oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, so this started in, uh, so DC, I guess, had got the rights in in the in the fifties, and had started uh, started their book, and um, and so it would run for for quite some time. I'm not sure how many volumes they they did, but yeah. So this was picking up old numbering from the uh, from the fifties or or sixties. And uh, so they were bringing back a lot of stuff, you know, and this was an example of, you know, like this one was kind of an example of where they wanted to uh, to try some different things, you know, like they were trying like the weird Western stuff and uh, and bringing back some some wartime stories and that sort of thing. And so this was from Jerry Conway, uh, speaking of Justice League later on, uh, Steve Skeets and George Evans and um, Steve Skeets, you might remember from some of the. he did some some uh, Spectre work, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Well, he worked with Booster Gold for a long time. <laughs> wah, wah. All right. Um, <laughs> one more thing, though. I love when Wildcat used to be drawn with those floppy ears. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he looks yeah. like Batmite. <laughs> yeah, like Batmite. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's, That's exactly. But um, you go, Ted Grant. Being all floppy, yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah. So Steve, Steve Skeets, Hawk and he worked on Hawk and Dove, the Spectre, and because um, there's a lot of the stuff that I actually thought was a Paro Spectre that was actually Steve Skeets, which only says uh, very how good he is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, so he worked on. Uh, he actually co-created Hawk and Dove with uh, with Ditko. Right. Yeah. And then he and oh sorry he he also wrote a lot. Oh, so really? I wonder if actually he was he was maybe scripting that series and Conway mm. was plotting, because yeah it says here uh, he yeah so he wrote Hawk and Dove with uh, with Ditko and then he and uh, he worked with Apero on Aquaman. Wrote stories for DC's various anthologies like uh, Plop, and uh, wor- then worked at Warren for quite some time, um, including Targos, which was, uh, was Targos, the original Panther. Huh? 
See, it all ties yeah. together. There, there, uh, there's more than one kids. Yeah. It's not an original name. The uh, the mummy walks, curse <sighs> of the werewolf, and the mummy's walk, and um, and then uh, so, sort of took a break for a while. Came back um, in the uh, in the eighties and wrote Spider Ham for a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then Good he got stuff. fed up with uh, comics, <laughs> pursued a brief career as a reporter, and then and wrote and drew. Uh, comic strips for regional new pa- newspapers. He also re- co-wrote a handful of episodes of Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Gem. How truly, oh, yeah. truly outrageous. So yes, indeed. So yeah, for some reason, I don't know why I thought he was an artist, because I, I uh-huh. guess it's most of the stuff uh, I'm familiar with he actually wrote. So there we go. And that means he probably wrote that Spectre stuff, I was thinking, because he couldn't probably. draw it. Um, anyway, so, so so you're right. It probably was a paro. Yeah, yeah, it might have been. Might have been. <laughs> so there you go. See, <laughs> I thought it looked like a paro, <laughs> and now you know it's true. Indeed. All right. So back to our story. Still in progress. <laughs> what? A bold There's new direction. We're just on? talking about the letter columns now, kids. Not the story. It's okay. Go with it. All right. So. Um... <laughs> Yeah, boy, that was that tangent. You know, didn't that? All right, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, he's loony and he doesn't know the boy is Macaulay's son. Right, that's where we were. Um, and kids don't do drugs in school. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I never did. Um, Until after. He said, "Well, if he did, if he did, he'd murder him." Well, there's a cell down the hall. I'd better. He's in a cell down the hall. I'd better warn him," said Superboy. So he just, you know, sends him a little super ventriloquism uh, whisper. And the kid says, "What disgusting conditions!" When I tell Daddy, and he says, Shh, "This is Superboy. No matter what, don't mention your name or your father's to the guards." What? Where are you? How? Never mind. The headman hates your dad. He'd kill you if he knew your name. He'd kill you. And uh, and the kid's like, yeah, he's just mad because I got them caught. He's fooling me. I'm going to do the opposite of what he says. Uh, yes. It Superboy is nice to see super ventriloquism, just... though, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, you don't see that very often anymore. Oh. Ever anymore. <laughs> exactly. Man, a seal could have stopped in a heartbeat with super ventriloquism, I tell you what. Yep. Anyway. One of the greatest superpowers ever. Ever. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, so yeah, so he says, "Guard, call your boss." And he's like, "He didn't believe me. The young, that young idiot is going to tell the overseer." And Wildfire says, "Eh, who cares? We can fight our way out of here easy without him to worry about." Mm-hmm. Fight? The overseer'd be so happy to know he had Macaulay's son. He'd let us go. And he says, "Right, kid." And Superboy says, "Cut it. There's a life at stake here," and he pu- and he pushes Wildfire. Yeah. Wildfire says nobody pushes wildfire, and he zaps. Pity the fool pushes wildfire. (laughs) Of course, Superboy could just punch through that suit and yeah, just flick. Oh, there's a hole in your suit. Too bad. I'm so sorry. Too bad. So sad. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't. We didn't seem to do that then. No. Um, Because this was the only suit back then. Remember? That's right. So, um, of course, it doesn't really bother. Superboy and he holds push pins wildfire against the wall says you better start using your head instead of your atomic muscle I don't care about your personal feelings you're a legionnaire act like one and um, (laughs) this is awesome so the overseer comes in and he says I simply want to inform you that I am 
He says, speak up. What are you trying to say? I have no time to play stupid games. And he walks away and it turns out Wildfire sent a pencil thin beam of low power energy to traumatize his vocal cords. He'll, be, he'll be okay in a minute. That's it. That's what? That you'll never that's, see again. That's a new thing and you'll never see it. It's true. It's yeah. done. And so Superboy says, good work, hot shot. <laughs> because before that, uh, <laughs> sorry, I was just going to get into the 1970s Calgon commercial, but it's just wrong. <laughs> uh, my husband, some hot my shot. My husband. <laughs> Ancient Chinese secret, huh? <laughs> um, why wouldn't Wildfire just go around doing that to people all the time just for, you know, yucks? <laughs> exactly. Just for fun? Yeah. Just, just for the lulls. Um, I'm tired of listening to you. Whoop. Yeah, Whoop. so so Superboy ah. says, you know, good work, hot shot, and he goes, ah, but, forget it, you goody-goody. Hold on. We do have an explanation for why Matt's not here now. <laughs> he got he got right. zapped by a pencil-thin ah. beam of low-power energy from <laughs> Pretty from much. Wildfire. There you go. Um, he says, oh, forget it, you goody-goody. Look, I'm sorry I lost my head, but the real reason I saved the kid was to stifle that corny speech of yours. Best motivation ever. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so he says, let the kid go first, overseer. And the overseer says, not a chance. I'm keeping him covered until all of you are executed. Then I'll release him in that shuttlecraft. Well, <laughs> this shuttlecraft with the big letters on it, they say the Leland Macaulay third, three. Um, huh. This is good. They were mean to me. Hey, this is named after my dad. <laughs> what an idiot. <sighs> yeah. And then the overseer says, you're what? He goes, that, and Wildfire is like, that little blabbermouth. After we bust our heads to keep him quiet. And so the guy pulls a gun on the kid and uh, Superboy says, the instant you pull that trigger, I'll be on you. I'll wrap that weapon around your neck. And if you think your tin toys can stop me, forget it. Um, He says, but he must die to avenge my wrongs. He says, you heard me. Let him go. Our lives for his. Release the boy, and I swear on the Legion's sacred honor that you can blast us. Hmm. Some of the other guys are like, "Um, hey. That's kind of a a weird deal. Like, it's not like this dude has a hard-on for the Legion. Yeah. <laughs> it's but like, oh, that'll that'll make that'll make Leland McCall make it all bad. better now. Yeah. yeah. So, no. well, it doesn't matter because the kid bites the bites the uh, the hand that aims a gun at him, and um, he says, "Oh, you rotten little!" And then uh, the legionnaires take that take that in, and uh, in they go. It's like, oh, just need a fraction, and um, and Karate Kid's out there, judo, chop chop. Uh, sorry, karate chop chop. And to the face. Yes, yes. He takes the uh, the the overseer out, and uh, and then the kid's sad. He says, "I want to go home." He's crying, and, she, and Shady says, "Ah, there, everything's all right now." Oh yeah, because that's what Shady does. She yeah. comforts children. Yeah. And then um, so Wildfire says that brat that brat took a chance to help us. Maybe there's hope for him. Um, and Superboy says. Not really. He was kind of saving his own ass, don't you think? Yeah, pretty totally much. Saving his own ass. <laughs> it's the Macaulay thing to do. So, yeah, yeah. Um. So then, uh, he, yeah, he says, "I was very bad all along. You were really worried about me and willing to die for me, and I was just thinking of myself." <laughs> and um. 
Yeah, Brainy thinks that he can fix the control room, and uh, Superboy thinks, I think he's changed. That that was probably the first unselfish thing he ever did. And, Not uh, likely. And Superboy says, or Shady says, were you really willing to sacrifice all of us for his safety, Superboy? He says, actually, Wildfire are invulnerable to the Overseer's weapons. Brainy had his force shield belt to protect him, and I'd have wrapped a karate kid in you, Shadow Lass, in my invulnerable cape. I offered to let him yeah. blast us. I didn't say we'd die. When I put oh, the... you tricky and, and And he winks at the camera like the old cartoons. Yeah. Of course he did. And there we go. Winkage. All right, who's... Uh, who's... Da, 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 da. And there's a backup. There's a backup, and I will take care of it. Excellent. It is, um, yes, indeed. It is a backup, mostly starring Brainy and Violet. Mm. And it's a story by Carrie Bates, art by Mike Grell and Bill Drott. It's called Stay Small or Die. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, uh, Saturn Girl and Brainy are looking after Violet. Um, and Saturn Girl uh, expresses to Brainy, oh, the poor girl. No wonder she's afraid to use her power, Brainy. Yeah, no wonder at all, Saturn Girl, considering the kind of nightmare that's taken hold of Shrinking Violet subconscious lately. We, and we can see it on the uh, scanner. She's convinced a monster will trample her if she ever shrinks herself down again. But how can we help her? What can we do to destroy a dream? Hmm. Mm. Guess starring Morpheus. No. Um, and they they have a little flashback to tell her when everything uh, began to happen. Um, it began with an accident in the gym when she was almost crushed by Sunboy's boot when she was a mere three inches tall. <laughs> um and Saturn Girl's like, don't underestimate the power of the mind, Brainy. Uh, my power of super telepathy makes me an expert when it comes to the subconscious. In her condition, finding herself reduced might be such a shock she may never regain her normal size. And Violet wakes up from her uh, dream sleep, which was apparently induced in the lab. And she's like, oh, I feel so drained. How was the exam? And Brainy's like, uh, why don't you go over to the computerized commissary and program a dinner for yourself, Salu? And that is uh, Violet's real name, Salu Digby. Um, and Brainy's, as she leaves, Brainy um, and Saturn Girl continue their talking head debate. Um, but how can you be, you be so sure if I hypnotize her with my Beamer? <laughs> my BMW, baby. Rocket. Uh, it won't help her condition, Saturn Girl. And as she says, because I telepathically linked myself with her during that session. I hope she has permission first, because that's kind of kinky. Mm -hmm. um, and I sense her sanity is hanging by a thin thread that could break under the slightest stress. I guess projector wasn't available for this backup. Indeed. So okay. Um, <laughs> Brainy's yeah, like, then we have very a very usual thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we have a real problem on our hands—a problem that might cost us a fine legionnaire. If Shrinking Violet doesn't snap out of this soon, she'll have no choice but to quit the Legion. And late that night, in the Legion's headquarters, and uh, in, in Violet's sleeping quarters, apparently, um, Brainy's thinking to himself, I know Saturn Girl warned me not to use the Hypno Beamer, but I must get her away from here. Uh, <laughs> and in walks some kind of weird contraction. It looks like it's got the little black and white spinny thingy mm -hmm. that you see, like, in, uh, you know, carnivals. The Hypno Toad. Yeah, kind of kind of licking the Hypno Toad here. <laughs> and he says, listen to me, Salu, and do as I say. I command you. Moments later, on the landing deck atop headquarters... Um, the others may not approve, but there's no time for debate, not with her sanity on the line. He's basically kidnapped Violet. Good job, Brainy. <laughs> While she's unconscious. Kids, date rape is an awful, awful thing. Okay? Brainy's um, not like that. He's just going to mess with her brain some, that's all. Oh, is that all? <laughs> Damn, Rufy is kicking in yet, Violet? Mm, all right. Um, 
Meanwhile, in the headquarters, Ultra Boy and Colossal Boy are having a chat. Hey, there, there's a cruiser scheduled. And it, wasn't, it wasn't scheduled to take off, but it's leaving. And uh, Colossal Boy, it's Brainiac 5. Here's the authorized readout he filed. Probably only going for a joyride. Yeah, because that's what Brainy does. He goes for joyrides yeah. all the time. Right? <laughs> well, <laughs> he just, is a super Brady, teenager. That's right. He yeah. just tears, tears around the galaxy one. Woohoo! Yeah, that's what people. Brainy does. Have you ever seen that? No, that, <laughs> no, that's not what happens here at all. So he's doing the Teen Wolf on top. He's dancing on top of the cruiser and shit. <laughs> and as the cruiser knifes through space, uh, there's the planet. It should be perfect for Violet's recovery. Clora, K L O R R A, and you can see that uh, Violet's eyes are open and uh, there's not a pupil in them. She's just all white-eyed and dazed and such. As soon as I land and conceal the ship, I'll order her to snap out of her trance make myself scarce and watch how she reacts when I send an imaginary giant menace at her which I'll protect with this illusion meter okay mm-hmm. and then Violet um, is outside and she's like oh what am I doing here outside last time I remember I was falling asleep in my bed oh no it can't be I'm three inches tall again and she's surrounded by all these huge props like a set of keys <laughs> from the 20th century mm-hmm Antiques. Um, She's in an a antique light store. bulb, yeah, pretty much, and and a ray gun from the Buck Rogers collection, I'm sure. <laughs> and um, even as the panic girl tries to regain her shattered senses, a piercing whine brings her to the brink of terror. That awful sound! I've never heard anything like it, and it's a horror. A, a horroring is happening for her. She's never heard a horror before. And apparently, it's a robot creature more frightful than any in my worst nightmare. It looks like a um, a miniature cat in a way. Um, just all, uh, weasel. yeah, it could be a weasel or a rodent. Maybe, maybe it's a squirrel. It's not a squirrel. Okay. <laughs> it's not um, the, well, see, here's why I think it's a cat because it's ejecting some kind of blob. I'm assuming it this does is a cat hairball. Yeah. yeah. It's ejecting some sort of glob. I've got to evade it. And she does, but she loses her balance and she's falling. She wants, she's used a flight ring before. Oh no, too late. And the, the creature globbed her again. Uh, but the disaster hasn't gone unnoticed. Uh, poor kid. I guess I expected too much of her. Me and my brilliant plan. Now both of us are trapped here on Clora. A planet once inhabited by giants who were wiped out years ago by a terrible plague. Apparently in the 20th century. Uh, I hope they got uh, injections for that plague before they showed up, right? No? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should have listened to Saturn Girl. It was dangerous to tamper with Violet's mind. But I figured it would help if I made her think she was small by putting her among these huge pieces. What I didn't figure on was an automated pet left behind by a chlorine. It trapped me before I could use my illusion meter. Ah, so the pet's actually real. Sweet. Oh. Apparently it was programmed to collect and dispose of refuse, and I was hoping Violet would snap out of her condition. But now it mistook us for scraps and horrors whack clunk. Hey, now those sounds I like, and the pet's beginning to like give up some electricity here short circuits the robot is disabling itself and you hear a voice not quite brainy i helped it along by crawling into its computerized brain and crossing its circuit shrinking violet you're your old self again and she's really tiny uh, with that robot pest forced me off the table the air currents didn't slow my fall like they should have if i were only a few inches tall which made me realize i was still normal sized so i thought fast and shrank which enabled me to slip through the strands of the glob the rest you know and uh, Brittany's like, lady, I owe you my life. And I owe you for teaching me a valuable lesson, Brittany. No matter how small you are, if you've got confidence in yourself, you're 10 feet tall. <laughs> There's your and lesson, that's kids. Girl on. Thank you. 
<laughs> Sweet. And that's it. Yeah. A bold new direction. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. We're so evil. I know. Evil. We're going to get letters. We're going to get letters over that. But oh well. So does Didio. We're good with it. Bahaha. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh, I'm probably, I mean, there's probably been like three issues, three series that have had a whole new direction since we started this podcast. There you have it. Mm. It's, how, ah. it's how everyone rolls. It is how everyone rolls. It's Marvel too. We know. So. It's it's everyone. We just pick on DC because we're a DC podcast. Hello. <laughs> we know it's not just y'all. It's okay. We feel ya. Anyway. Darren's having the feels. I do. I have the feels now. Oh, I'm so, a warm and toasty inside. Me too. I have a good, that's because of my onesie, though. <laughs> Very warm. Your onesie. Does it have the footies? What's that? Do they have the feet in them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got the oh, whole deal. It's got, it's got feet. It's got thumb holes in the sleeves. Oh, By man. the way, either of you seen Hood? my new outfit, my new threads? I was just going yes. to bring that up, actually. I'm rocking the orange, you know? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> it looks sweet. Yeah, so this is... Uh, wait. I, I remember we're talking... Are we talking about the same thing? <laughs> I hope so. I was talking about your upcoming costume. Yeah? Yes. Invisible Kid number uno. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It looks great. It looks really awesome. So... Uh, uh, DJ Spider did a great job. I'm very happy. Yay. Very cool. Months before I needed it too, so yay. Well, that and that's the awesome thing is that uh, that it, that it's all ready to go. Yep. Only We're good to go, and because there's only what uh, six, six, seven, months to uh, seven months yeah. maybe, yeah, something like it that. was a little. It's a little less than two hundred days now. That, but that's awesome that that it's done. and You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I don't have to worry about it now. I can work on some other stuff, and you know life stuff that <laughs> needs to happen so oh, you know that. yes life that you know that does sense. occur like my test tomorrow so mm. eh. like your testes no just my test leave my testes out of it oh dear oh dear all right well with with that then we should we should wrap up because Darren's, probably there's yeah. studying to do i do i've got studying to do kids sorry so <laughs> Love you, mean it. Don't go changing. <laughs> <laughs> Comments, as always, welcome to Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, Legion of Substitute Podcasters, and leave a comment on this or any episode. Yeah. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble and we head back to the 21st century. And we will see you all next week. Cuckoo, cuckoo.